Welcome to the Gatecast. Presented by Alan and Mike. Lucy, I'm home. I am not Lucy. Oh, you're right. We'll just upload a computer virus into the mothership. I was going to do my living room like this. Well, sir, my recommendation is that anyone attempting to leave the mountain should be shot on sight. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gatecast, episode 186. <laughs> 185. Covering Reckoning Part 2. Not got a bug's notion what number that is, but I'm sure Mike can fill me in. Oh, right. Well, you got the episode number, Gatecast episode number wrong, five minutes after asking me what it was. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, that may be 185. Did my whole dramatic opening thing in deep voice. I know, you kind of ruined it. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Gatecast episode 185. We're going to watch Reckoning Part 2, Season 8, Episode 17. And we have a guest. You're right, Brad. Yes. Hello, everyone. Brad here from Australia. Cold, dark, four o'clock in the morning again. <laughs> yes, he's a nutter. You, you have to understand that in Northern Territory times, cold and dark means it's only about 35 degrees. Oh, well, it's about 2.4 at the moment. That's too short weather to an Irish person. I'm glad the fire's burning nice and hot. question is, what are you burning? Wood. Oh, so given the number of pets you have and given your location, you might be burning dung. <laughs> You probably have enough of this light, although probably not in the indoor fireplace. I'm sure it would add an interesting flavour to the barbie. Interesting flavour and smell. Yeah, Brad's joining us this week. We finally got around to getting a decent time. We can all podcast together. Uh, He's been very prolific sending in the voicemails. No offence to Brad, but if he can do it, anybody can do it. Trying to make up for me absence. <laughs> well, on uh, two separate occasions, leading up to and during the Amanda Tapping panel... I pimped the podcast, so hopefully we might see a slight bump in numbers, which uh, Mike tells me not to look at, so I don't get depressed. <laughs> Kudos to GoDaddy, who, despite me unticking, auto-renewed my hosting plan, even though we're no longer with them. So I immediately rang them, because they claim in their ads, you know, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, we're there to help you. So I rang the billing department, and they promptly reversed the charge. Hmm. Good. Good. <laughs> Indeed. Well, they're about... 4,000 people in the room when I was there with Amanda, so I mentioned the name of the thing twice. I mentioned it to the name of anyone who was standing in front of her behind me in the queue. But the only thing I didn't bloody do was print off bloody business cards. <laughs> you wore the T-shirt? Yes, I wore Daniel's T-shirt. I was watching a lot of the panels over the last few weeks. I watched the uh, John Barrowman panel. Oh, that, that that was brilliant. He got that Marine up on stage. The Marine didn't <laughs> seem to mind it. He didn't seem to mind at all, did he? No. Yeah, so much for don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> he was on about a marine sandwich. Yeah. And he's actually got quite a decent singing voice. Oh, yeah. Considering no auto tuning going on or anything. Just... What amazed me was the room was only about two thirds full. You wouldn't have thought that, would you? So, Barrowman gets my free panel of the uh, Con Award over and above the reunion one. Because the thing which irritated me about the reunion one, I don't know if it was in the recording, but there was an audio glitch in the memorial video. And I'm thinking, of all the audiences uh, that you could have called up for someone to test the bloody thing before, <laughs> you probably had experts in every conceivable permutation of equipment you were using. Who'd have been yeah. more than happy to help out? And we got a reply from Misa. I absolutely adore Bal, as you probably noticed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everybody likes Bal. He's great in this episode. 
Oh, this two parter. And Brad has retweeted us. Yeah, hopefully I can pop my convention cherry in August. August, September. One on Danny in Melbourne, Claudia and Ben are going to be here, so I'll have to try and organise a family trip down to the zoo and get away sometime in the afternoon to go and have a look. <laughs> yeah, Misa's replied to us again about Bull. How can one not, though? The charm, the snark, the natty wardrobe, the accent melts into goo. <laughs> I'm not sure if he had the most elaborate wardrobe out of them all, or if he was just the one we seen the most. Well, you think Apophis, he didn't really go in for full-length yeah. robes like Bol did. Yeah. Anubis, he was... Black. Well, he was pretty much black, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the system laws tended to have the uh, traditional robes, the culture that they were preying on. I think Bol probably had personal uh, stylist. Well, he did change them every time we seen them. Yeah. But he has us on a world where he, oh God, why am I dealing with these idiots? Especially in this episode. <laughs> you seem raise your eyebrow a lot, especially after talking with Anubis. Do we still have an Anubis? Yeah, he's still floating around. He was in the first part of Reckoning. Thank you. Why is it? The first time I click in, I never get a line. Never, never, never. Anyway. I did respond to Misha, because she said melting to goo, and I responded, what flavour of goo? Strawberry's my favourite. <laughs> And she replied, banana. What, with the proper spelling? There's no proper spelling of banana. You just do what you want. As many N's or A's as you want. Just keep going with the A's and N's. Keep going until you can get sore. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Holy Grail recently, hence my response. Ever thought to yourself, I'd like to listen to a Star Trek podcast. That's different. I'm ready to irradiate your existing brain cells. Oh. How about one with an English host? T.L. Grey Hot. Or a news section. Accessing library computer data. Or one that can help you navigate for the latest Star Trek news. Can anyone remember when we used to be explorers? Well, not quite. But Trek News and Views will bring you the latest news with either a review or a discussion from a wide variety of co-hosts. Oh my. Don't accept anything less. And you people, you're all... Astronauts on some kind of Star Trek. Trek News and Views. iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and on the Trek FM website. Other similar podcasts are but to be discouraged. That's the podcast that's hosted by our friend Colin. If you have any interest in Star Trek or sci-fi in general, I would highly recommend it. It's also part of the Trek FM family of podcasts. Something for every Star Trek fan over on that community. Um, shall we actually start? We're now watching something tonight, aren't we? <laughs> I think that was the idea. Ever tree, ever a doe, ever a hen. Clicky. Fade to black. And Tilk's doing the voiceover. The replicators. 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 Yep, lots of replicators. And Jacob. Jacob's back. Oh, and that was where Daniel. Mm. There we go. Bye, Daniel. Daniel! Unfortunately... To get what I need, we're going to have to dig a little deeper. <laughs> a little bit of S&M never hurt anybody, <laughs> if you're on the right end of the whip. <laughs> yes. Great tech, or as recent science fiction show me, Kugami. <laughs> yeah. The force of Rebel Jeffa managed to take control of the temple at Dakara. Hmm. Handsome devil. Yes. Dakara does seem to be very important. The ruins of an ancient monument on a planet now called Dakara. Within it is the one weapon in this galaxy capable of destroying me. Oh. And everybody's going there. Yep. <laughs> Vacation spot of the galaxy. 
I have a problem with that little miniature. Yes. But that was taken from his mind, so does that mean he's been there recently? Because that temple was old and decrepit. He should remember it from being back when it was in its prime, shouldn't he? Sorry, Misha replied, because I said African and European banana, and she said South African. <laughs> okay then, standard briefing room scene. Jacob, Samantha and Jack. Jack looking mildly puzzled, trying to <laughs> contribute. Let's face it, mildly puzzled is Jack's default setting. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, mildly puzzled with a side of snark. Let's face it, mildly puzzled is Jack's default setting. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, mildly puzzled with a side of snark. <laughs> It's never that easy, Sam. Never that easy. Of course not. Well, let me sit here and state the obvious. We can't let something like this get into his hands. He fits the general role so well. He just wants to blow up something big. (laughs) Can I blow up a planet? I've done a sun. I haven't done a planet yet. Yeah. He needs to get in and catch up with Rodney and do the solar system. Rodney hasn't done that yet. Ah, true. I mean, short of blowing up the entire planet, we can't be 100% positive we've destroyed it. And if it's uh, protected by a shield, even our biggest knack would enhance nuke might not do it. Fact is, to be sure we've destroyed the weapon, we have to find it first. <laughs> Give him time. He's thinking about it, though. <laughs> Give him another for season. And credits. Uh, rather quick when you take out the previously, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Reckoning Part 2. Directed by Peter DeLuise and written by Damien Kindler, the same pair of gentlemen who did Reckoning Part 1. Yeah. Season 8, Episode 17 of Stargate SG-1, and the gay cast Episode 185. The episode had its world premiere in the UK, February the 1st, 2005. And the Australians had it February the 24th, and the Americans March the 4th. Mm. Our friends in Canada, May the 25th, and just for the hell of it, France, July the 29th. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Surprisingly, the uh, series with episodes of the same title are pretty much the same as last time. <laughs> Justified, Legend of the Seeker, Alias, Camelot, Southland and Smallville. Yes, no originality there at all. Sorry about that, folks. I had to fill in the last ten seconds. Which I failed to do. Which proves I'll never make a radio DJ. And the device. And here we have the CG Dakara. That's a spectacular image. Yeah, I love that from that Titan. We found no evidence of a weapon. Of course you didn't. Thanks, guys. We'll take it from here. Take it where, exactly? <laughs> well, anywhere. <laughs> you may go, minion. As evidenced by the script on this wall, until I saw this monument with my own eyes, I did not know that Takara was a home of the ancients. The ancient repository of knowledge we found on P3X439 was hidden in a large monument like this. Maybe this writing will help us uncover the location of the weapon. I was able to recognize the language. Deciphering it, however, is another matter. I brought Daniel's notebooks. Yeah, she's like that. She was coolly professional in the photos. A wall of text. We need Daniel here. It may take some time. I will leave you to it. Did you know? Did you actually read Daniel's notebooks? Tell me, Jacob, when did you acquire knowledge of ancient? <laughs> it's usual to have a toker, though, in. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Tilt knows when he's uh, out of his yeah, depth. Yeah, off to bench press 300 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> to Jeff Judge and mm-hmm. Isaac Hayes. It's remarkable that Jeff only appeared in Stargate, never never took up acting as a profession. Maybe he looked at uh, his brother and decided, I'm never going to be that built. You don't have to be that built to be an actor. Who's got the creaky chair? Me. Sorry. 
Fit to be a rich speed far slower than they are capable. Indeed, it seems he does wish to give us time to find and destroy the weapon. Why not just destroy it himself? Baal is in a difficult position. That's a good point. You know, mm. Anubis is not known for his charity when his minions fail him. Mm -hmm. no. How then will he explain his languid pace? Regardless, he will only hesitate so long. Five Hatak, eight Alkesh, ten squadrons of gliders. That is all we have. <laughs> That's not bad. You know, a few years ago, you did, you had nothing. You had a staff weapon. Yeah, cache a weapon somewhere, and that was about it. Tilt's got a bit of a smirk. <laughs> Divide our forces? Precisely. <laughs> yeah, basically all or nothing, isn't it? Yep. yep. The sacrifices we have made for our cause will end today, one way or another. This battle will decide the fate of all Jafar. Soon, all Jafar will be free to have hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, but it just might work. I'm not. I'm not going to be the one that says, "Sod this, I'm going home." It's a million to one chance. <laughs> Take one foot in the escape pod. So now what? You done? You got what you wanted. I do like the little highlights in her eyes. Yeah. It is true. I learned the location of the weapon that could be a threat to me and my brethren. Did you know? But I also saw the extent of knowledge your subconscious mind contains. <laughs> Oopsie. She wants it. She mm. wants it. She wants you, Daniel. She wants her precious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, I assumed that you were hinting at. In a roundabout sort of way. But it's always just out of reach, isn't it? I could help you. We could unlock the knowledge of the ancients, the secrets of the universe, together. Yes, and she'll share. She's not uh, conniving or deceitful in any way whatsoever. Nope. Look at that innocent face. <laughs> On the other hand, you're an evil killing machine, so no, pass. <laughs> yes, an evil killing <laughs> well, machine. Well said. <laughs> Nice. You had the power. You were about to strike, but she stopped you. No, I don't believe you. You can make me see whatever you want. That's just a trick. You know it's true. Destroying the weapon that can destroy me is one thing. A good thing for me. But there is more. There is a way to kill Anubis in your mind. And so much more. I am not done, Daniel Jackson. Far from it. In fact, we have only just begun. There's your feelings. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> There's always more. Yep. Okay, she's not going to play nice anymore. We have only just begun. Poor Daniel, he goes through it. <laughs> come to the dark side with me. We have cookies. Yeah, well, neither does uh, the wind blows on the pillow. Or three days to the chicken. But that's what these phrases apparently translate into. Why do you post it? Seriously. It's a masking tape. Has nobody actually noticed the uh, actual gaps in the stone wall? Yeah. <laughs> no. You know, it stands out a bit, doesn't it? The text is quite difficult. And if there is an organizing principle to Dr. Jackson's notes, I have yet to discover it. Did the ancients have a word for chicken? <laughs> <laughs> 
Tetchy. It's oh. me. <laughs> Classic. No pressure there, nope. Duke. Don't Matt really hasn't got the same sense of humour as Jacob, has he? <laughs> We're actually making progress simultaneously in about six different directions. Our long-range scanners have detected Ball's fleet. Oh, my. He will be here within the hour. Understood. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> no. Did they all have to come in in one direction, though? Couldn't they, you know, surrounded the planet a bit? They're ghouled. They're arrogant. Surely displays of overwhelming force is what it's about. Why, 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 in the whole wide world of all things irrational and sane, would I help you? Because deep down, you also want the knowledge I seek. <laughs> <laughs> the subtitles only had one way. Good. Takes out of it a bit. Yeah. yeah. He, he does have a valid point. Yeah. Yeah, He's not so. the most trustworthy. Do you really think I am that different from Samantha Carter? In that you're a replicator bent on galactic domination at the expense of all other living things. Yes. Her thoughts, her memories, even her emotions. They are not meaningless to me. Not meaningless, I simply use them to manipulate you. <laughs> really like pretty much any woman. You can tell I've been single for a while. <laughs> well, comments like that, I will continue for quite a while. You're saying you'll leave Earth untouched. I promise you that. And your life. Come on, Daniel. She said she'd leave the Earth untouched, not the people. Nope. Nope. Not going to help you. But obviously I can't do anything to stop you, so... Give it your best shot. You can only kill me once, or maybe twice. Well, three times, maybe. <laughs> you once, twice, three times you kill me. Something that can only be deciphered by someone who understands the language. Can I see that? You're holding it upside down. I know, I just noticed. Upside down, these symbols look like another word I've seen before. Yes, what underling cannot read a report backwards and upside down? <laughs> you turn it around and... It translates into sun. Midday, the sun is high in the sky. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. But so what? That's not what the wall says. That's a versatile language, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> you, you can imagine tens of thousands of ancient school kids have sent each other secret messages thinking, nobody will figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> Big circle thing. Take the hint. Yes. <laughs> it's like having a sign. Rotate me. I wonder how long it took the props guys to make this. <laughs> You've got to admire the stonework. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, far in the future or way in the past, you know, stone grinding against stone. Mm. Now it does. It can't be that simple. Yes, it can. Of course it can. <laughs> no, I agree. It has to be some sort of combination lock. We just need to figure out which circles to turn. Yes. How many circles are there? One, two, three. No, exactly. If there's a thousand. <laughs> but they never go any further from there. Next minute, it's open. <laughs> we know that inevitably your goal is to eradicate all three Jaffa. We have sent the bulk of our fleet to safety to survive to fight another day. You, you little fibber tilk. <laughs> Defeat those who remain, and you will be forced to destroy the weapon on Dakara yourself. Then you must face Anubis. His fleet appears to be holding position. <laughs> oh dear. Oh yeah. <laughs> Not exactly in a position of strength when it comes to Anubis, is no. he? No. He knows his place. Oh, got it. That may or may not have been a mistake. I hope that's not a bad sign. 
bit light now, isn't it, Sam? <laughs> yeah, let's run and point our guns at something. <laughs> That's the only problem with having torches on guns, you know. That looks suitably ancient. I'd say a lot of bad air as well. I, I'd mm. leave it about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why the ancients went in for stone, though, you know. It lasts? Well, I suppose it does, but I'm sure they could build somewhere that it lasts just as well. Well, you only look at Atlantis. It's pristine. That's 10,000 years old. Yeah. Yeah, well, look at Destiny. Kind of falling apart a bit. Building stuff like that through stone, you know, people overlook it, you know, they don't think it's important. It's definitely an ancient design, sir. Think our bomb will do the trick? We'll soon see. Give us ten minutes. Carter out. Right. Seen it before in Window of Opportunity. It's probably exactly the same item. Mm. Did that have wheels on? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going off world with a bag trolley. Yeah. <laughs> the damn thing's half empty as well. Oh, it's a generator. Fair enough. I'll, I'll allow we're having... Mm. Oh, nice. Ooh, ancient. Sam? Might want to hold off on that for a minute. I've just read one line of it. So it's not just the computer booting up then? No. <laughs> BIOS edition. <laughs> Probably BIOS, in fairness. <laughs> to reduce all matter to its basic molecular elements. It's not strong enough to disintegrate an entire planet, but it will wash away everything on a planet's surface and anything in the surrounding space. Sounds bad. I know. But it also sounds like it does it much the same way your disruptor technology works on the replicators, by separating the individual components. They are both ancient design. General O'Neill did use ancient knowledge to build the disruptor. I know. You can call him Jack, Sam. Hmm. Well, that's handy, isn't it? That saves a lot of time in uh, yeah. coding a new weapon. But I'd hate to blow it up before I was 100% sure it could. <laughs> hmm. Good point. <laughs> Clever. Oh, well, you've got the time, you might as well uh, attempt it, aren't you? Proceed, Look, um, my dad and Selmak think this weapon may hold the key to defeating the replicators, and we'll need some time to find out. Just let us know when things get bad, and we'll blow it and get out. Understood. Carter out. <laughs> Tilt's definition of bad is... Uh... Seriously telling me that Ball couldn't horn in on that? It appears things are about to get... bad. Open the How can you tell if it's attack position? He's got about 50 times the number of shifts you do. Pretty much anything is attack <laughs> position. Is that a pincer movement? Yeah, he's moving moving into a threatening position. <laughs> As in, closer. Yes. <laughs> you know, you blow up one sun and suddenly everyone expects you to walk on water. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem when you've proven you yourself to be very... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Next up, parting the Red Sea. Oh, nice. Oh dear. This battle. A lot of money was spent on this episode, on, the, mm -hmm. on this double episode, in fact. Shields are down 50%. We cannot take much more. Well, at least they're not. Uh, yes, that's only 50%. Yeah, the episode actually got nominated for an Emmy. An Emmy. In outstanding special visual effects. It, it's the sort of Steve equivalent of an Emmy. Rebels are fleeing, my lord. The planet is ours. They expect us to follow, so that they may draw the fleet into battle on two fronts. 
Signal the fleet to pursue the Shulva. My lord? The Kara can wait. No battle strategy can save them now. We will crush them and then take the temple. Yes, my lord. The Jafar is played by Emmy Annette. He's been in an episode of Stargate SG-1, this one, and also an episode of Stargate Atlantis. He's also been in Smallville, Fringe, Supernatural and Alcatraz. His That's arrogance it. doesn't seem overborn. His arrogance seems completely natural. <laughs> the other, other girls are like, I am arrogant and I'm so full of myself and I'm great, whereas Balor's just casually brilliant. He carries it off a lot better than, um, frankly, a prophet's ever did. <laughs> Perhaps part of it is uh, the host, you know. And devilishly handsome. Yes. <laughs> As control mechanisms go, it looks impressive. But it's ridiculous, isn't it? Honestly. <laughs> it is actually very reminiscent of the control mechanism for the time device. Window of opportunity. Yes. And we saw it further on in the series as well. Uh, we don't do further on. Shh. Just just one, one prop they kept around. All at the same time. Everywhere in the galaxy? How are we supposed to do that? The weapon translates through the Stargate. Do you think Anubis was planning to use the weapon to attack one planet at a time? So dial multiple gates simultaneously. Not multiple gates, all of them. That's it, Sam. Think big. (laughs) How many Stargates are there in the galaxy? Has anybody yet? Well, no, they can't because they can make a number up, really, can't they? (laughs) Well, they've never mentioned how many addresses they've got in the computer. I have no idea how to alter a Stargate to perform such a function. I don't know of anyone who can. I think I know someone. Oh, dear. Yes, from Avenger 2.0. Mm-hmm. A system lord <laughs> got hold of a virus and uh, tweaked it a little. He just happens to be out the door. Yeah, it's handy that, isn't it? What Dublin <laughs> show was that from? Opening a channel. Rodarchi have decided to surrender. A wise decision given that you face imminent defeat. We have no intention of surrendering. I merely wish to inform you that we have found the ancient weapon on Takara. Do you intend to destroy it? That would be foolish. We have learned that the ancient weapon may be the means to destroy the replicators once and for all. But we do, but we do need your help. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Mm. Whoop! They've got his attention. Oh, that's a nice little effect. That is. Yes, it's a mistake. Wormhole without going through the wormhole. Do you not care? Are you not amazed by what you are seeing? I don't understand it. It's more than any human can begin to comprehend. I am not human. Oh, believe me, I know. There must be a limit to how much your mind can process, how much information you can store. I am sharing what I learn with my brethren. The extent of knowledge we can absorb is only limited by our numbers. As we speak, those numbers are growing faster than you can. (laughs) Yeah, but you are limited. Yeah, but there will never be enough replicators to have all the information in the universe. Huh? Ah, okay. That's right. It's just like, ding! (laughs) <laughs> a nice little effect in the commentary which was Peter DeLuise and Gary Jones they thought very little about this episode to be honest mm-hmm. one thing he did say was the problems they had matting Bull against that, the Atlantean display behind him always easier if you're going to uh, superimpose somebody have a very plain background replicator disruptor wave within a margin of 0.76% how did you develop this replicator disruptor technology in the first place General O'Neill built it Using ancient knowledge and an Asgard computer. O'Neill. The mere thought of that makes me sick. 
Oh, he doesn't <laughs> like Jack, does he? How many how many times did he kill Jack? We think Daniel's died a lot, but compared to Jack, it's nothing. Mm. But we need your help. You want me to reprogram Stargate? To dial every gate in the galaxy simultaneously. I know you use the gate's automatic update program to disseminate a dialing program virus to the entire gate network. With the virus you initially planted in my Stargate. No one's trying to deny that we're mortal enemies here. Can you do it or not? I cannot believe I'm even considering cooperating with a female of the Tari. And a Tok'ra. This was not my idea. Believe me. <laughs> That's a yes. Yeah, that was a big yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's just be friends. I cannot do what you ask by means of a hologram transmission. Sure you can. Just tell me what to do. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, this is really a unusual arrangement, isn't it? <laughs> no way. Way? Oh, look at him. <laughs> really? <laughs> Sergeant? I don't know, sir. Yeah, but is it a radio signal of parrot? Oh, something's going wrong. Walter's out of his depth. I'm not sure, sir. I can't access the system. Looks like somebody's hacked into the computer remotely. Shut it down. I can't, sir. I'm locked down. Who didn't set the password on the <laughs> Wi-Fi again? <laughs> <laughs> What's the password on Wi-Fi? Penny, get your old Wi-Fi, you freeloader. No spaces. Sir! Oops. <laughs> That's not good. For once, all the troops of guns are actually useful. Yep. Yeah, isn't it? Evacuate the gate room! Get out of there! I've said it before, but yeah. Stargate using actual blank, proper guns, it makes all the difference. Close mm. blast doors. There's Peter Eloise with a little cardboard box blocking the door, <laughs> then pulling the box away. <laughs> Initiate base lockdown. Emergency evacuation of all personnel through alternate routes. Self-destruct protocol on my order. Let's go, Walters. Get out of here. That's the spirit, Jack. Blow the base up. The general yeah. would be proud. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't tried to blow the base up for at least three seasons. And the door. <laughs> yeah. As I've said before, I've seen one of those doors. <laughs> We're only 28 levels down. <laughs> up the steps. Start climbing. <laughs> <laughs> I think the replicators can climb uh, faster than you can. Yeah. yeah. Even if we can fight through them now, there's a good chance they've already disabled the activation mechanism. Those bugs cannot get out of this mountain. It's only a matter of time before they gain control of the base systems and override the security doors. All right, let's make sure everybody's out of here and then we'll toss a little nuke down the silo. You think that'll stop them? Should slow them down. She looks puzzled. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Too much for you. <laughs> I just need time to process, share it with the others. Like the universe, it's infinite. It's not just knowledge and information, it's understanding on a level that you will never reach. Why do you think that? Because you're a machine. So are you. Just a weaker construction. And that's where you're wrong. We'll see. Yeah, you haven't got a soul. Mm. General Hammond says the President has authorized deployment of a 10 kiloton nuclear bomb on your command, sir. An emergency state of alert has been issued and a 200 square mile radius around Cheyenne Mountain is currently being evacuated. A transport helicopter is waiting on the surface for you and the remaining personnel. Thank you, Walter. You get the evacuation order, the first thing you do is look at the mountain and you go, oh dear. <laughs> Six SGC personnel are trapped on level 8. They're cut off from the emergency escape hatch. Siler? 
Tyler. Colonel Reynolds, played by Eric Brecker. I think the last time I seen him was in The Arrow and the web series Falls for Hire. No, well, it took me three episodes to recognize John Barrowman and Arrow. You lied to me. What? You promised you'd leave Earth alone. There's replicators infiltrating the SGC right now. How can you know that? Because he's Daniel Jackson. While I was in your mind, you were inside mine. It took a while to figure out. Fortunately, you were too distracted to notice. Some of the ancient knowledge really helped, too. Thank you. You tricked me. You tricked me first. You naughty you replicator. Me. Too late. For you, that is. <laughs> Trying to leave? Sorry. No more time in Danny's world. My brethren will not stop. You cannot control them. Not yet. But I'm learning. Oh, meow. Face fear. <laughs> you would have thought they'd have kept better care of Dakara, since it's that important to them. Yes, well, it's important to the Jafar, not the ghouls. We rigged the DHD to dial automatically on signal when the weapon's ready. I think it should work. Of course it will work. How dare you doubt me? <laughs> For God's sake. No pun intended. Realised that after I said it. Oh, one of the keys, isn't it? Utter confidence in yourself. If you believe, others will believe. How do you know? I'm a god. Gods are all knowing. <laughs> and that was Mita's quote from a tweet earlier. Yeah, that's classic. So <laughs> oh, he's so smug when you love to just smack him. <laughs> Damn it. Ding, 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 ding. Lucky guess. <laughs> It was dark in here. Isn't it? <laughs> and it's not literally just a HD camera, uh, that orange light and their own. I don't know, well, there's those arc lights. I say, Jack pretty much in his element now. None of this paperwork nonsense. Give me a gun and let me yeah. get on with it. You really think that's going to work? It would have been rather surprised, wouldn't they? Mm. Poor Tyler. <laughs> We've got to rescue Tyler. No, we don't. He can't die. We've got to risk the planet. Tyler, screw that. Thank you, Tyler. Your sacrifice will be remembered. I'm out of here. I'm a pragmatist when it comes to end of the world type scenarios. Here's two of those things. Sir? It's a blast door. <laughs> <laughs> Peter was saying that was a line that he wrote for another episode and he had to include it eventually. Yeah. Hang on, Silent. So, two packs of C4. She's going to make a pretty big bang. Mm. <laughs> Fire in the hole. Down! Yeah, that's the big bang. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing, the bang seems to be unidirectional. Whoa, dear me. <laughs> right where his head was. <laughs> yeah, fortunate. <laughs> Smoking into it and all. I expect to be putting your will already in it. So... Okay, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> it is a bit, isn't it? <laughs> Jack's already said he's leaving his Simpsons collection for Silas, so they're in each other's yeah. will. Well, let's face it. What Silas done for RDA? Oh, crap. And they left the door open to the out yeah. to the ladder as well. Yeah. Oh, oh that's nice. <laughs> Climbing up the wall. Hey. That's a good effect. Sensors are picking up multiple ships exiting hyperspace. How do they know the different yellow ones? <laughs> yeah, open fire. Get into them. 
That's it. As soon as you jump in, you open fire. You don't negotiate or anything. They are firing on Ball's forces. I've never seen that replicator shipping amongst them all before. And you're watching on a big TV. It is the replicators. Thank you, Captain Obvious. No, this one. <laughs> Go with it, Jacob. Ah. <laughs> Not so clever now, are you? That one took us in the wrong direction. All knowing, huh? <laughs> What's the matter? My ships are under attack. A massive replicator control fleet is encroaching on the planet. That's a lot of ammo. Can bother with the word massive. Ooh, look. <laughs> I like it. The replicator looks up. Ooh, a ladder. Hey! <laughs> follow me, follow me. Yeah, cover me, lads. I'm going for the surface. <laughs> Come on, me, Parkins. I'm going in. Oh, nice. Oh, my. Instruct all of our vessels to target the replicator ships. Really? Yeah, as he said in the commentary, that's kind of a little nod to uh, was it Robert Cooper, who's a big Star Wars fan, always <laughs> likes that long-range shot with ships firing energy weapons at each other. Just being highlighted by the light explosions. Yeah, a couple of second shot. God knows how much it costs to render. Mm. Yeah, you know, Walter. Right now we're having a slightly difficult time getting out of here. Relay this to General Hammond. The second he can pull the trigger on that nuke, do it. Do you read? Yes, sir. Have that chopper that's waiting for us. Leave now. Yes, sir. Sarah <laughs> doesn't look too happy about that. <laughs> you see those bugs going through that hatch? Yes, sir. I think getting out of the base is their primary goal. It's a fairly safe bet. They're going to the surface, leaving the only other way out here accessible. Yeah, think, Jack? Yeah, <laughs> we're on our own, lads. <laughs> we ain't going anywhere. Yeah, I was there. I imagine that bold putty ship well away from the uh, front lines. Oh, <laughs> they're coming for you. My ship has lost life support on several levels. Our shield strength is failing. I cannot maintain my transmission. We've almost got it. Thanks for the help. Good luck. That was just creepy. Keep working. <laughs> I'm on. <laughs> bye bye. We uh, think he'd be buried in the in the middle of the fleet somewhere. Yeah. No, the only reason that MAUP is there is so that it works for another shot because off this battle is stock footage. Mm. And they set up the new footage so that it mirrors the old. So mm. you shouldn't tell where the old and the new cross over. Well, it's so poorly lit so you can't see differences in the actor's face. It's not only that, you know, the position of the people in the same place in the same corridor mm. probably saved them a lot of money, but uh, just cleverly done. And it's worth listening to the commentary and Peter points out the old and the new. Oh, we have light. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Where's his wrench? <laughs> it's not right unless he's got his wrench. Tyler, can you dial out? I'm working on it, sir. Him, it's a detonation. <laughs> oh, nice. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're going. Yeah. Look at that. That's not. Shields down! Weapon systems offline! Reroute power to sublight agency. Evasive maneuvers. It's amazing how uh, maneuverable a ship's that size are. Mm-hmm. We cannot evade them! Oh dear. So, <laughs> that doesn't sound good for Tilk and his, his brother. <laughs> you see, there's the mount. Yep. That was old footage. I was going to say, I was saying that somewhere before. Yeah. 
And because we've seen them out before in the actual new footage, hey! You really didn't give much warning for that, did he? <laughs> Not a lot. <laughs> Here it comes. Is that Danny boy? We're getting there, bit by bit. Not enough. Variable off by 0.98. Yes, I can read. <laughs> What's that? Just the replica is turning up. I almost got it, just a little more time. I don't think we have it. Lock him in. Surely you can close the doors, then let the replicator figure it all out. They do look fantastic, don't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go, 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 go. What we need now is certain actors going, game over, man. We're all gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> he shot them out. Sorry, sir, I'm trying. Come on, Sila. We're in a bit of a hurry. Walter could have done it. Got you now. Oh, nicely done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Eric Silent. <sighs> That's odd. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Keep shooting. <laughs> Replicator ship just stopped. Sensors are indicating that all of the replicator ships have ceased activity. Fine, blow it up. Colonel Carter, have you successfully activated the weapon? The perfect time, just as Jack and Reynolds are doing. Not yet, but the replicators down here just froze. <laughs> One falls off the floor, <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> yeah, you said that two minutes ago. Oh. Uh oh. There are so many, aren't there? Too many for your mind to handle. It's taking all of your concentration just to control them. I don't know about you, but mm. she still worked that way. Wickedly evil. I'd go for it. Oh, she's not playing now. Uh, mm. She's adding off no games. Oh dear. Oh dear. Wait for it. Wait for it. She's got a present for you. Oh! I think a little excessive. Nice smirk. Yeah. Flat on the end. There they go again. That's a look at the shells on the floor. <laughs> a lot of brass there. Uh... Really, we don't need this big dramatic. Oh, yes, we do. Where would Stargate SG 1 be without these dramatic last moments, Aves? Yeah, they're on the move again! Point seven six. Do it! Finally, at last, they've done it. And with moments to spare. And here we have all the uh, mm -hmm. dock footage used. Yep, Julak. The various gates Dakara, Juna, Julak, Byers, Adanti. Also, footage taken from Forever in a Day, One False Step. And not forgetting Earth and the SGC. With Sila looking a little puzzled. Incoming wormhole. There should be more blood. Granted, mm -hmm. mm. on a black t shirt, but still. Hello. Is that a little bit of guilt or trepidation? It makes you wonder if that whole mountain is rock on top of installation. Mm. You would have thought actual stone would be able to move that easily. Mm. It is powering weapons. 
We cannot survive another hit. <laughs> Come on, let's ramp up the drama a bit. Dramatic pause. <laughs> yes, long, lingering beauty shots. Yes, it's nicely filmed, so you get to see the muzzle flashes. <laughs> oh, poor Daniel. Everybody else is fighting for their lives, and Daniel's just passing away. That's a lot of energy, that's to be said. Is that a device that can create and destroy life on a galaxy-wide scale? Genocide on a galactic scale. Aren't we the good guys? Who's going to clean this mess up? Tyler? <laughs> Walter? Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't been in this episode. I was like, poor Jack, poor Daniel. Sorry, Daniel. You've got to die a few more times before you catch Jack up. Oh, no. Bye-bye, Replicator. Bye-bye, Replicator Daniel. Well, that's a mystery, isn't it? What's <laughs> happened to Daniel? <laughs> We've won. Oh, Good. I'm all right. What happened? I don't know. You did it. Well, Selmec deserves a little credit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't seem well. I can say, is he all right? He only pressed a button. <laughs> Cheer up, Jacob. Yeah, I won't die for quite a few episodes yet. All replicator-controlled ships are dormant. Prepare enough squads to board them and reclaim them in the name of their god. Yes, my lord. We are being hailed. On screen. Surrender now and you will be granted mercy. You are hardly in any position to be making such ridiculous demands. You are surrounded. <laughs> hey. It is in fact you that is surrounded by free Jafar. Get your scanners, ball. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Behold! Your false guard! Okay, Till, not too much smugness. Too much talking, Braytac. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he lost another mothership. Mm -hmm. Tell you, Anubis getting hold of uh, Asgard technology ruined everything. Yep. Well, you'd think he'd still have personal shield anyway. Even with a personal shield, though, he'd still be there. He needed to be able to yeah. get off the ship, didn't he? Although Ball got away, the fact that he turned tail and ran made the rebel victory every bit the turning point Teal and Braytac were hoping for. Jafar from all over the galaxy are joining with them. Well, viva la revolution. We've got a significant sized fleet securing Dakara. Hopefully with the weapons we've provided, they'll be able to turn the tide against Anubis' super soldiers. It looks like that Jaffa might finally win their freedom. It's about time. It only took eight years. Oh, I heard from Thor. How's he doing? Great. He sends us all his congratulations and says that he will drop by for a visit as soon as his consciousness has been downloaded from the ship's computer into a new body. That just never gets old, does it? Apparently not. <laughs> Meaning more teleporters? Yeah. Goes through bodies, don't he? <laughs> <laughs> Technically, he should have some replicators on his ship still. Because he was well away from the Stargate when the weapon fired. Yeah, it was really strange. They just froze. It actually bought us the time we needed to calibrate the weapon. Any idea why that happened? Yes. Where's my space monkey? Daniel had something to do with it? We've lost him again. I don't know. Sir, if he was on board that replicator ship... Carter! We don't know anything. 
Are you kidding me? No, sir. <laughs> Jack, your phone. <laughs> Anything else? No, sir. We've lost him again. If he'd waited like 60 seconds. <laughs> well, that's rather a poignant ending to the episode, isn't it? Turn the clock back to when Jack and Daniel first met. Who would have thought? Yep, and that was Reckoning Part 2. Technically, the middle of a trilogy, even though the next episode in SG-1 isn't Reckoning Part 3. Mm-hmm. Listen, Threads a two-parter? Nah, it's extended episode. 104 minutes or something like it is. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have you, Michael, I really don't. <laughs> yeah, where they are at the season, they'll end of season 8, they're going to go and rebrand the series of Stargate, yeah, Stargate Command, so... I need to bring all these Fred pots back to back to an end, and that's why we got the big the money put towards the space battles and that too. Because really, it's the end of the Gould as well. Yeah, the thing uh, the thing with Threads is it makes Back to the Future Part Two look simple. <laughs> <laughs> it does complicate things when you're never quite sure if the series is coming to an end or not. Mm. You can have all the plans in the world, and until the suits come down saying we want another season. Oh, <laughs> but we just finished okay. this one. <laughs> How do we explain this? You'll figure it out. That's what we pay you for. Mm. i got to say, though, excellent episode. Fantastic two-parter. You know, for all the right reasons, you know, a bit of Asgard thrown in, uh, the Replicators, Baal, Anubis, the Jafar, Rebellion. We get it all in this one. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. Okay, then. It's time for some feedback. We have a voicemail from Brad about letters from Pegasus. Let's start with that. Hey guys, Brad here from Victoria, Australia. Just chiming in on my thoughts about the upcoming episode of the Gatecast, Letters from Pegasus. Clip show of Atlantis, and it's one of their better ones, uh, with a good little plot thrown in there. Uh, Kavanaugh, the guy everyone loves to hate. We get to see where he's coming from in this episode, and it's good to see with last-ditch effort to get warning to Earth to let him know what's going on and Rodney's little power problem it's a nice little idea and his compression ratio I don't think that worked somehow and it was brought up by Robert Cooper uh, he said that none of the civilian letters or video footage was actually delivered found that interesting so yeah good little quiet episode leading up to this one of their better two-part episodes and um, I'll talk to you all again next time bye as always thanks for that Brad now let's jump onto Facebook. Fortunately, Brad was with us for recording the episode where we discussed the feedback, so he'll read his own post. Okay then, we've got a bit of feedback on the Facebook page for Letters from Pegasus, last week's episode. First off, uh, Brad. It was never brought up what that light beam was. Potty. And then I reposted Pity, because of the stupid iPhone. Autocorrect. I replied, no, you were right the first time. Great episode, now I see why it's getting so many votes in the poll. Each of the character moments are great and inject some good humour into the mix. And Jeff said, it's a clip show that's made up of almost entirely new clips. Everyone had a moment to shine. Speaking personally, that's the one I voted for. Also on Facebook, Brad started a thread. Wow, going to have to rewatch Prometheus Unbound. Can't believe it's poll leader for favourite season 8 episode. You're going to make me read Christina's bit, aren't you? Be my guest. <laughs> Of course it would be. Best fight scene ever broadcast. Smiley face. 
What? Then you're getting beaten up by a girl. Oh, yeah. Smiley face, smiley face. It was a great and different... I don't know what I've done there. <laughs> <laughs> a different way to introduce a character. Vala and Daniel were made for each other. Totally. And Jeff chimed in. Even better, I was a guest on the show that has to earn at least one extra vote. Another Agreed. stupid iPhone autocorrect. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. This is very appropriate. Stargate, your symbol. So, Chevron. It's almost your symbol. Yeah, not quite. And to wrap up, we have a couple of iTunes reviews. Both on the American site. The first one from Lost in the Gate, posted June the 12th, 2013. Stargate Forever. Alan and Mike, these two guys are so fun to listen to while listening to the show playing in your head, and you relive the episode in your mind. The views they have on the show are spot on, and the information is wonderful. Download it, you will not be disappointed. On June the 20th, Kapla Biham, which I assume is Klingon, and I've probably pronounced it wrong at that. Titled Thanks, great podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts that follow entire series, and you seem to be using more professional equipment and editing styles. By that, you are actually editing it. And playing the entire episode in the background seems to make for a great format. Excellent. Thank you, guys. Anybody that does leave an iTunes review and rating, drop us a line so I know it's there. It's annoying when I've seen I've missed one. That's all the feedback. Let's get back to the show. That was The Reckoning Part 2. As I said, absolutely fantastic episode. Enjoyed watching that as well. The commentary... Is interesting because again, Peter DeLuise and Gary Jones pretty much talk about everything except the episode they're watching. Fun though, I'll give them that. Peter DeLuise, who directed this episode, ended up doing 56 episodes of Stargate SG1, and the writer Damien Kindler wrote or at least contributed to 26 episodes of SG1. Next week, we return to Atlantis for the episode The Gift. Taylor Imagen is plagued with several nightmares about the Wraith. Soon, her team discovers that her ancestors were experimented on by a Wraith scientist, and she has Wraith DNA. This gives Taylor the capability to contact the Wraith from a certain distance, including those from the oncoming hive ships. We hope you join us for that episode, and if you have any feedback for Reckoning Part 2, Letters from Pegasus, The Gift, or any episode of uh, Stargate, please get in touch. These are the ways. You can email us, including an audio message, using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com and we have groups and pages on both Facebook and Google Plus. You can search for us using the generic Stargate or more specifically Gatecast. We are also on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio under Gatecast and we simply swoon when we get an iTunes rating and review. They help the show get promotion on that service. Twitter seems to be popular and you can find us at the Gatecast which is one word. And finally there is our main website gatecast.co.uk which has a variety of contact and links for keeping our Stargate family all together. Okay then folks, hope you can join us next week. Until then, I've been Mike. I've been Tired. And Brad from Australia. (laughs) Take care everybody, see you next week. Bye bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk Stargate forever. Stargate forever.